When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What up, everybody? So many dead people voted for Biden that now he's looking for them, apparently. Kamala Harris thinks the hurricane was racist and she's going to solve it with equity. And Billy on the Streets movie bros flop big time because who would have thunk it? Americans don't want to go watch a super loud, gay, obnoxious movie. And I want to thank all of you here for including bipartisan elected officials like Representative Governor, Senator Braun, Senator Booker, Representative Jackie, are you here? Where's Jackie? I didn't think she was, she was going to be here. Representative Jackie Walarski died in a car crash in northern Indiana last month. Last month. Oh, now, okay, so then... It was like, well, you know, anybody can forget something except Forbes put a little something out along with like 30 other news organizations that uh, before this speech, the Biden administration and Biden called zoom in on that. So we we took screenshots. First of all, we took screenshots, but we wanted to show here's Forbes breaking news. It's from their YouTube. Woloski died last month in a car accident, and President Biden reportedly called her family to express his condolences. So homeboy called them beforehand, and isn't there, isn't there another one? Yep. Isn't there another one, too? Ready? Not only did they call them, he also released a statement praising their legacy. So mm-hmm. Biden, at one point in history, certainly knew this woman was dead. Two times at least. Forgot it, and then was physically looking for her. Now, how many people do you think told him before he went on stage that she's dead? Remember, she's dead, bro. She's dead. More than three. Had to have been more than three people probably told him that. And so that's our setting. Do you think they predicted? Do you think they predicted it? That he was going to have the gaff? That he was going to have a gaff, yeah. Yeah. They probably, Probably I guarantee you, if they Adderall test this guy, if they Adderall test him or meth test him, some kind of testing, this guy is on stuff every time he has to speak in front of people to make sure he doesn't appear as dumb as he act as I'm sorry, it isn't dumb as dementia ridden as he clearly is. Do you so, think? Do you think he's? That's what Rudy Giuliani said during the elections. You know that, right? What? He said that he said that uh, he's they pump him full of Adderall. Yeah, I mean, I, I, would, I would believe that. Yeah, that's what he sure. said, and like apparently he said he had something behind it, but then they did that whole thing with Borat and that crazy stuff happened in the Borat Two movie when they tricked Rudy Giuliani. Oh yeah, with yeah. the with this with the hey, put your when he was acting like he was taking his pants off, but really he was just right. putting the microphone on. Right, exactly. Right. That Which one. how deceptive, right? Yeah, but they distracted. He's the one. He's the first person that I knew of that, and it was in the news that he said he's taking like fistfuls of Adderall. They're giving him fistfuls of Adderall. So that's funny that you say that. I mean, I believe it. Homeboy snorting right before he comes on stage. You think to, hello to see him awake. But that's and then that's the best they can do where he forgets where he did a speech about her legacy. She's she's 
passed. That legacy speech were, is for someone who's passed. He completely forgot. Yeah. So in summary, he called the family, said, sorry, she died. Released a press statement, I suppose, about her legacy, showed up and then was searching for her in the in the crowd. So we're at that level. And then they couldn't even admit that homeboy just forgot. I want you guys to watch his press secretary. This it's painful. Find a flight. It's that's painful. Now, I want you guys to remember what you're about to see is after she had already been asked multiple times about this particular thing and her response multiple times when asked why Biden was looking for a dead person was the dead person was on the top of his mind. Top of his she, mind. She, he, the dead person was top of mind. Top so of mind, he yes. kept thinking. Congresswoman, and I think we all totally get why she's top of mind. You've made that case pretty effectively. Um, well, but I think the confusing part is, is why, if she and the family is top of mind, does the president think that she's living and in the room? Representative, Jackie, are you here? Where's Jackie? I didn't think she was, she was going to be here. Representative, Jackie, are you here? Where's Jackie? I didn't think she was, she was going to be here. I don't find that confusing. I mean, I think many people can speak to sometimes when you have someone top of mind. They're a top of mind, exactly that. Uh, and it is also, if you put it into the context, it's not like it happened without outside of context, right? It happened at an event uh, where we were um, uh, champ, we were calling out the champions, uh, congressional champions in particular, of this uh, uh, issue, this important issue. You're in left field. field. I don't know how you lost you. What are you doing talking about what's top of my <laughs> It was the best dodge and worst dodge in press secretary history. It, like, no answer. When somebody's top of mind. Top of mind. They're top of mind. I think she and they're says just it top one of more mind. time. I was like, like you know, like when, when they're just consumed with the fact that they're top of mind. Yeah, 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 yeah. But why do you think she was alive? Well, when you're going through life and somebody you're thinking about them top a lot, are you saying that you think that when things are when somebody dies, that in the turmoil of thinking that somebody dies, that maybe you also just don't think they died for a little while? Because I've never met anybody that that's that's gone through that. <laughs> top of mind, top of mind, top well, of mind, just, top know, of mind. That's all I heard. Top of mind, top of mind. Like now I get it when you're like, did you hear about the top of mind thing? Yeah. They say it a bunch of times in here. And like her and her answer is it really it, it actually pisses the reporters off, which I appreciate because the reporters are like, dude, this is like a serious question. You this want is me like, to go to the end. Yeah, go to the end of that yeah. so that you can see people being like, no, 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 you're going to dodge this. Yeah. Then we can have this conversation. Okay, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah, she said these moments of confusion. I think she said. questions? I think she said these moments of confusion, the one of the, well, the yeah, journalists in the room, yelling. these moments of confusions are happening more frequently and Americans are concerned about it. What do you have to say about that? Like, Why? that's the facts. That's just the facts. Like, homeboy doesn't know where the hell he is or what's going on. Why would that be a question to brush off like she did? Yeah. Like the, the end part that isn't on here. She brushes it off. And what does she say? When She's like, well, when speeches, you're president and and you're and you're doing congressional something something, then you can then you're allowed to tell people what they should remember or something. Next question. Next question. Yeah. You're talking over your your and journalist goes, comrades or whatever. Like blinking like that, like you saw her blinking. Yeah, it's like, yeah. dude, no, you don't get to dodge this. Like, why is the president of the free world the most powerful man in human history? Like, the right now he's the he's sitting in the strongest chair in the strongest nation in human history. Why are we not allowed to say? Homeboy clearly forgot that someone he knew was dead died and was looking for her in a room. And you can't say that that even occurred. Like 
You're that much of a bullshitter that you can't even say as a press secretary, yeah, that was weird. He definitely forgot that she was dead. Like, everybody saw it. Like, this is like but it's daddy hit mommy it. at the dinner table, right. and we're supposed Everyone to all just keep eating yeah. and act like that didn't just happen. Well, like, the, you can't bury this. Like, homeboy is dementia-ridden. That's how it's been, though. Isn't that how we felt for a while, some of the things he said? But this one is so egregious. It's so blatant that you can't yeah, ignore it. You just can't. And still, still trying to sell us this, uh, oh, I almost cursed, to this BS. They're trying to sell us this BS that, oh, yeah, top of mind and blah, blah. And you were just supposed to eat it. Yeah. that's what they've been doing before. Who oh, do you, you know, know that's ever known somebody that died, called their family, released a press statement, and then forgot. Looking for him at the barbecue. Where's looking for them. Where is Joel? <laughs> I had no emotional ramifications whatsoever. You know, when this person died that I completely forgot, you know, whatever. And you you obviously know that somebody had to be briefing him. For God's sakes, Jill Biden comes out every time he's supposed to speak just to kind of stare at him from behind and be like, don't f*** yourself, dude. <laughs> you know, like, that's basically, yeah, like, yeah. that's her position, dude. She's the chaperone to this guy now. No, like, she didn't right. sign on for that. She's like, I wanted to be first lady. But instead, I'm actually treating a mentally ill patient and don't I'm losing you, all my value. Don't you love, too, how, like, the media really emphasizes Dr. Jill Biden, but, like, they almost make it, like, she's, like, the medical aspect is left out of that. Like, okay, doctor, PhD, you could be a doctor in basket weaving. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah, they during the uh, pandemic. Yeah, they were they acting were like she that. knew what yeah. she was. Yeah. Well, Dr. Jill Biden says, la, la, la. I, I hated that. But yeah. Uh, I hated that, too. Screw you, Jill. Screw you and your corruption. And also, you know what else, Jill? Maybe you should call Hunter and you guys should make amends. Because, like, after this whole thing's over, I still don't think, like, kids should hate their parents. And apparently he does. Like, he really doesn't like you for some reason. Imagine what kind of parents they were now seeing how he's turned out. Well, when you read Ashley Biden's journal and she's like, dad showered with me inappropriately. Right. I mean, what do you do with that? You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know. I don't yeah. Know. I don't know. I don't I can't say that about my parents. They didn't do jack to me inappropriately. No, I know. It's crazy. So don't worry, though, everybody. Even though the president is completely aloof and doesn't remember who has died and is looking for them and his press secretary covers for it and acts like he's totally sane, it's not like we're under an immense amount of pressure and it's not like any big cataclysmic events are happening like, oh, I don't know, hurricanes or anything. Oh, wait a minute. <laughs> there was a massive one. You guys got to see how bad this thing was. Roll the footage. So check this out. This is Fort Myers. This is right at the beginning of the hurricane. This is, I guess, a cut an hour in or something like that. This is about two feet. Oh, that's like five feet. Well, maybe. I feel like that's more. I feel like that might be a bit more. I mean, that's crazy. Look, it's hitting the camera. Yeah. It came over the camera. It's so insane to think about. Jeez. 
look at that, dude. It's slapping the camera. Okay. Wow. Well, so don't worry, everybody. Kamala Harris has a beautiful answer for all of you that are suffering from the hurricane. Why don't you play that video? It is our um, lowest income communities and our communities of color that are most impacted by these extreme conditions and, and impacted by, by issues that are not of their own making. So we have to address this in a way that is about giving resources based on equity, understanding that we, we fight for equality, but we also need to fight for equity. It is yeah. our- Sorry, Tammy in Florida. You ain't getting shit. <laughs> you ain't what? black, Tammy. You know, there's a white lady in Florida named Tammy in yeah. that area. There's a Tammy. Definitely. I swear there's a Tammy. Definitely. Okay. Tammy ain't getting shit, though, because this is about equity. And equity is different than equality. Right. Equity is the government decides and looks at, or an outraged group decides mm -hmm. and convinces government officials of. Who's had the more difficult time throughout a subjective range of historical timelines? Like maybe it's the last 200 years. Maybe it's the last 800. Maybe it's the last 4,000, right? Just depends on how far you go back because it changes everything depending on how far you want to go back. But, and they decide who gets relief or who gets things based on historical shit that may or may not have happened to you. But let's watch what they have to say about equity. What is, what is equity to these people that are making up these new things for us? These days, we hear a lot of people using the word equity, but what does it really mean? It's not quite the same as equality, which means everybody gets treated the same. Equity is about fairness. It means that everybody gets what they need based on their own situation, because we're not all the same. Well, that sure sounds, that sure sounds amazing. It's about fairness. Not that everybody gets treated the same, but it's about fairness. So just relax, everybody. Um, so it's kind of like affirmative action, but everywhere. Because <laughs> God knows if you're going in to get brain surgery, you want the surgeon who was put there because of affirmative action, not the one who was actually best at the job, right? Let's see how equity plays out so far. Here's a great example in Ontario of equity playing out. Now imagine you're in the midst of a pandemic and your whole family is suffering from this, and you have really old people in your family, and they go to the nearest clinic, and they're like, oh, God, thank God I can get a COVID vaccine. At least it'll help me. Well, bring this up, do you not? And in this example, the uh, shot works. Yeah, in this, in, in, the, in this example, just yeah. pretend the shot pretend. is perfect, and you didn't need five of them, okay? Right. Just pretend that for a second. Right. So black and racialized populations in Ontario can get a COVID-19 vaccine during phase two. Well, what's phase two? Scroll down a little bit. Let me read that sentence right below the picture. Ontario has updated its COVID-19 vaccination plan to include black and racialized populations in phase two ahead of general population immunization. Uh-oh, Tammy. You got skunked on this one, too. Shucks. If only you were black or Indian or gay or fat or worthless, then perhaps you could too get a vaccine. Well, and, <laughs> and what if a, a, a white person is like chronically sick? What if they're sicker? Like maybe they have COPD and stuff like that. Nope. B based on this, based on this equity thing, because it says, no, you have to have a different skin color that a perfectly healthy uh, uh, a 
skin or a, a person of color and i mean like they must mean like latinos too in the ra racialized groups right so a latino if you're not let you could be a perfectly healthy latino or black and you would get the shot first before the very unhealthy who needs the shot uh white person right based on this, this right equity thing. so that's one marvelous example of how it's played out there's multiple others we're going to show you a few here's another it provides loan forgiveness to minority farmers. CBS 58's Kristen Barbarisi is live with why the farmers say this is unconstitutional. Kristen. That lawsuit was filed in federal court in Green Bay yesterday. Two of the five farmers suing are from Wisconsin. They say skin color shouldn't be used to determine who gets this assistance. A COVID relief bill passed earlier this year includes $4 billion to a loan forgiveness program for black and other minority farmers. The USDA says previous COVID relief bills missed these groups. But farmers, including Adam Faust of Calumet County, Wisconsin, are suing, saying white farmers shouldn't be excluded. The conservative law firm, the Wisconsin Institute for Law and Liberty, is handling the case. A lot of farmers uh, were impacted by COVID and it didn't matter what the color of their skin was. Uh, the price of milk affects all, all farmers, regardless of their race or ethnicity. Lennington says using race to determine who gets the money is unconstitutional. Our farmers are not asking for their loans to be forgiven specifically. They want the criteria to be race neutral. John Boyd. Yeah. Crazy concept that you would award people things based on the content of their character rather than the color of their skin. An insane proposition, Tina. I can't you know believe that, that farmers are mad about it. You know what I thought, too? I didn't think about this earlier. Um, it says, oh, uh, this is to give relief to uh, black farmers that missed it the first time. What do you mean that they missed the first time? What do you mean? Everyone had the same chance to apply. Yeah, what do you so mean I'm missed not sure. it? Yeah, why are they wording Did it like that? Did y'all put something in there for only white folks? Because I'm pretty sure you've been hung from the gallows if you tried that. So that didn't happen. That didn't happen. Right. Yeah. So we're pretty clear on that's not what occurred. So what no, really occurred? There I was this other thing. Lying. I think they're lying. There was this other thing really funny the other day that I saw that said uh, it was a bike club in Portsmouth or uh, Portland. It was a bike club in Portland. And it was like, hey, it is it is disproportionately affecting people of color when you guys keep calling the police because your bikes get stolen. What? For real? Yes. <laughs> so just think through that for just a second. It's disproportionate. Yes. It, they put a memo in their Facebook group that said, if your bike gets stolen, quit calling the police because it is disproportionately affecting people of color. Why would that be disproportionately affecting Is this like a bicycle riding club? Yes. Oh, my. You know how expensive those are, right? Oh, yeah. You're thousands. Thousands, thousands of dollars. Thousands yes, of dollars. Yes. Thousands of dollars. But what's funny about it is that, Don't like, hurt someone's feelings. clearly it's like, oh, so are you, are you saying that there's a particular demographic that's doing all the stealing of the bikes? Oh, I didn't even think <laughs> <laughs> and, when, and when we call the police, certain people are getting arrested and it's disproportionately those people. I didn't even And I'm that. the bad guy for calling the cops. You're right. Like, what? Oh like, what do you mean, bro? Like, that's not the way things work. You know, like if you like just because you happen to be black, if you stole my stuff, like that's the end of it, bro. Cops are getting called. It's just and it's just a statistic. It's unfortunate. No one's saying it's not, you know, but it's an unfortunate statistic that is just true. Well, you know, it's like, uh, you know, it's another, so all of these are equity forms, right? These, these stupid things are happening, but I want to show you one on a college campus because it makes, it makes a lot of sense. Click that next link underneath that farmer picture. What did I do wrong? 
you have a better. You're you're offensive. Police lives matter. You have the same sticker. We're just trying to do school. What? You guys have the same sticker as the other. But this is our space. We've got a police lives matter sticker, and we're getting kicked out. Can't do school. Nobody's you, you just said we have to leave. No, I said you're making this space you said uncomfortable. Feel uncomfortable. But you're white. Do you understand what a multicultural space? It means you're not being centered. White's not a culture? No. No, it's not a culture. It's white is not a culture. Say it again to the camera. You think whiteness is a culture? This is insane. So anyway, this is the violence that ASU does, and this is the type of people that they protect. Okay, this white man thinks he can take up our space, and this is why we need a multicultural space, because they think they can get away with this shit. I'm going to sit here. Yeah, so... 100% 100% racist rant right there. Even thinking that white people don't have culture. Like yeah, the salt Germans. Yeah, on your food only is a culture. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I had to. You I can tell to. by the ways that I look that salt and pepper has not done the damage to me. Okay. No, um, yeah. No, I'm sorry. It doesn't have. Black means con pollo. Okay. I'm sorry, <laughs> Tina. Arroz con pollo. Well, so you could see where this equity bullshit plays out in the long run. Obviously, it's demonizing one specific group. But what's funny about this is if you go back enough, far enough in history, quite frankly, uh, we have a beautiful movie about this recently called The Woman King, uh, where if you look up the real history, you find out that uh, a lot of groups have uh, really hurt a lot of groups throughout history. And Muslims actually, believe it or not, uh, Arabic people, uh, uh, I think the largest slave trade in history was they uh, captured white folks. Uh, I think it was the largest slave trade in history. Could be wrong. Byzantine Empire? Could be. I don't know. I can't remember. Might be. I've slept since I I learned about it. Exactly. There's been disparaged groups throughout history. And there's so many things that you could base equity on. Like you, we can do equity with um, a woman in a physically demanding job. Like, let's say it takes like a firefighter carry or something like that. And it has been said that they... There's standards for men and then there's standards for women in certain jobs. Like same thing in like the military, like, oh, men have to do 20 regular pushups. Women could do either five regulars or 20 girl pushups. You know what I mean? Right. But at the end of the day, like the point of you having to have done pushups in there is because if you have to pick up a man whose normal weight is 180 pounds, we want you to be able to pick him up and to run 200 yards. that's, That's equality because it's like whoever gets the job, everyone has a shot. But if you don't carry the 180 pounds, sorry, you can't do it. That would be true equality is everyone having a shot. If you can't do it, they're saying lower the standards so that they can put on that badge, that that helmet or whatever. Even in the military, the guy who has to do all the full 20 push-ups and the girl who only has to do five will both have whatever the E3 or the E2 tab on. It doesn't matter. They will both be the same. Right. And And that's a thing that we can all keep up that charade. Until the actual job is a necessity. Yes. And then as soon as the necessity comes, these charades come crashing down. Yes. You know, and that's the whole thing with all this woke culture. None of it can stand the test of time. And so this is another thing with Billy on the street in his movie, Bros, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, how it, it completely flopped. It got less views. This movie, Bros, got less views than the re-release of Avatar. Yeah. Avatar got re-released because they're about to do a sequel to it. I'm sure it'll be some woke shit that they cooked up this time for it, for sure. Right. But it got lower than that. And they th- and he's like, it's homophobic that it got lower. And he's, he went on a rant. We'll show you in a second. But at they the end of the day. They only made 5 million at the box office, too. That's abysmal. 
Abysmal. Yeah, it's abysmal because I guarantee you the movie costs ten million. I guarantee you the movie costs uh, yeah at least ten. You twenty five mil. Advertising apparently very very huge advertising budget because you know what they were trying to do right? Shove it down our throats. Right. If you I don't saw- see it. Just like Viola Davis or whatever was with, with Woman yep. King. If you don't TikTok see it, you're a racist. Yep. If you don't see it, that means you're supporting the narrative that a black woman can't be blah, 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 blah. Or if you don't see this, you're considered a homophobe. Right. It's give the same thing. Give me your money or you're a homophobe. That's what it says to me, and I don't appreciate that. Right. I don't yeah, give me that. your money or you're a homophobe. No, sorry, bro. I'll be a homophobe if that's the rules. Well, and you're not going to, we're not even going to talk about whether your movie is good in the first place. Are we going to are we going to tackle that? Yeah. Let's go ahead and not don't even that already makes me angry when somebody says do this or you're you're a bad person. Like buy my movie, give me money, give me your money or you're a bad person, you're a homophobe. I I don't deserve that as a regular person. Right. I don't know how anyone else feels. I don't deserve that. Wait a minute, we didn't you didn't even tell me about we didn't even tackle whether your movie was good. Just because your buddy Hollywood critic said five stars and 10 stars and 99%. Right. We know how that works, though. We know how that works. Yeah. Remember the Dave Chappelle comedy special? Zero percent from Rotten Tomatoes. Zero percent. They were like, this is trash. And then the cut and then the the, the fan base or the the Rotten Tomatoes where it's actually the people saying it was 99%. So it was the complete opposite. When Rotten Tomatoes first put uh, Dave Chappelle's special out, where he was joking the members of the alphabet yes, community, yes. right? It had 0% on Rotten Tomatoes. I and then as soon that. as the audience got it, the audience score was 99. So wow. we know how this works. It's the same thing that they do with the elections. Hillary Clinton's going to win by a landslide. Mm-hmm. And then all polls, the buffalo polls say, in the sheep yeah. start walking towards it. Well, I don't want to be different. I guess I ought to think it's a good movie too. But guess what? It doesn't work forever. And to be frank, People don't want to deny their biology forever. So even if you could get a percentage of the population to come watch an obnoxiously loud gay dude become gay and do gay stuff and orgies and whatever, all this stuff in movies, mm-hmm. everybody's not going to be into it's that. It's not that they're not accepting of that. And it's not <laughs> even that they wouldn't be. They would be interested. What about uh, we talked about this earlier today? Brokeback Mountain. That made a lot of money. Yeah, that, made, that means that people went. But there was a story around it and everything. Uh, this is very, um, wow, very politically charged. And it's played out. We yeah, get it. It is. We, we get it. Okay. Gays exist. Dudes cool. make out. Good Women make out. Whatever. Cool. Go for it. We don't care. We don't care what you do. Another thing we were talking you about. You won't have kids to tell us about it. Well, kids. To be frank. Kids. Like, to be frank. Like, that's what we're talking about. So when we're talking about a society right, that is building your parents, their parents, their parents, their parents, their parents, their parents all had children because they procreated with somebody of the opposite sex. And then we come along and we're like, we don't need to do that no more. Let's change everything about traditional values. And you think everybody in America is just going to be like, cool, that's my experience too. I'm also gay. No, most of us are like, I'm trying to start a family. Women are different than me. Being married is kind of difficult because of the the strange, weird things there. That's a normal thing. You're not going to get the support of the population if you're not doing what the population is doing. Didn't you say earlier today, too, that it's women that are mostly going to see romance? Or you saw someone? Yeah, Savvy. Savvy was talking about it. She said, yeah, women go to see romantic comedies the most. That's their audience. And that's because they're going to, like, fantasize and escape about, like, oh, I love that. That was me. 
Yes. That was the coolest. Oh, yeah, I wish somebody sweep me up like that. Nobody wants to see a rom-com about gay dudes. Or they'll drag their husband or boyfriend to it too, as date. Right, and I would go. I yeah, would go with my wife hey. to a regular rom com. I would not go to. I would not want to watch two dudes make out though. Just that's the fact. That's where they draw. That's not homophobic. Draw the line. Just saying, I don't want to watch dudes kiss. Point blank. Period. Yeah, and it's vulgar. We were talking about this today. He didn't know there was there is like an orgy scene. Can I even say that? I don't know. O r g y. In case you can't, it's o r g y sign or a, a scene in this movie. That's even a lot for people like me who are kind of, you know, more accepting than others. And that's way too much. No, like uh, regular heterosexual scenes make me like, you know, like, yeah, when I watch uh, me and my wife are trying to watch House of Dragons because we watched Game of Thrones. Right. And it ended so terribly that we're like, fine, we'll let House of Dragons. We'll try. And it already had incest. So it was weird. And it's just full of it. And. There's so much like the literally the pictures on the wall behind the actresses and actors when they're talking, the ancient pictures that are on the wall or of gay orgies. And I'm like, tell my wife, I'm like, this is so like, this is weird to really? me. I don't want to watch this. I didn't know that. You know? Yeah. It's like it's and they're just, you know, it's like they're shoving it down your throat, metaphorically and yes. physically. OK, <laughs> like yeah. it's like literally like either you it, they used to be accept us like leave us alone was what it first we was. Leave us alone. Let, let us do our thing over here when we're over on our thing. And then it became, accept us, approve us. Applaud now it's, us. Yeah, now it's applaud and celebrate. Celebrate. And now, and now it's almost to the point where it's like, join in. It's almost there. It's not quite there. No, no. But it's almost to the point where it's like, hey, to prove you're not gay, go kiss a man. You know what I mean? To, oh, to, or yeah, to prove you're not yeah. homophobic, why don't, well, I need to yeah. see you make out with a dude real quick. I think you're right. Or whatever. And it's just like, we're like, we might not be there yet, but we're damn close oh, we're to it. Close. And you know right. what, bro? It's like, you know, at this point, you can just call me a homophobe. Like at this point, you can just be like, he's homophobic. Like, yeah, you could say that it, according to y'all standards, but I'm also racist according to y'all standards right. because I, I think, yeah, you, you also would call me racist, like, right? You wouldn't have in 2014. In 2014, none of you believed any of the shit that you believe now. All the definitions are changed. Yeah, everything's different. Obama, like the Obama Democrats are not the Biden Democrats. They're not even in the same people group, bro. They're not even yeah. the same thing. You person, if you're on the left and you're watching this, you know that I'm right. Prove it. Go back to 2014, find your Facebook shit that you used to say and who used to like and comment on your stuff. You didn't have enemies on Facebook in 2014. You didn't have them. It was like everybody kind of agreed with everything that you said because nothing was dividing us. And then now all of a sudden you find every damn reason in the world to hate everybody who doesn't look like you because you're being told to. Well, not just that. What is it to sit there and absolutely hate someone based on a political choice? Absolutely, they hate I don't hate anyone who's picked horrible politicians that I know personally. Yeah, I don't even hate hardcore lefties. Uh, No, I don't I think that you're uninformed and that your your ideas have not had to carry a load in front of you for you to watch the idea fail in real time and go, oh, yeah, affirmative action actually made this person get the job and the Asian kid has to score 200 points higher on the test and that doesn't seem right because he was really qualified and would have made a great doctor this is actually immoral that it's happening because even though Richard is black and he got in his dad's a doctor and his dad's a multimillionaire, and his dad was a fisherman in Vietnam so this doesn't quite play out but it doesn't matter 
I saw a comment that it was on along the same lines that this video I was watching. And he said, I'm a white kid and I had uh, three other uh, light skinned. Uh, one was Latino white kids, one black guy and a, a Vietnamese guy in our friend group. And he said that um, the black guy was the best out of best life living uh, doctor. His father was a doctor. So very well off. Everyone else, he was living in a trailer park. Everyone else in low income. He said, we all applied for college. And guess who got the scholarship? Got a scholarship to mm. it. Everyone else is struggling. He was just, he kind of detailed about the struggle of the other ones real quick. He said specifically, I was literally a trailer of trash. And he got the scholarship despite the amount of wealth that he was born into. Yeah. I mean, that's just part. Well, you know, the thing is everybody, like what's happening now is it's the same thing that happens with youth. If you tell them they're not allowed to do something, they go towards it. So people are wondering why people like Andrew Tate and stuff like that are coming to the surface. Mm. And it's because it's a return to masculine traditional values, which is now the rebellious thing to do. Right. You Isn't are a rebel if you get married, go to church, and decide to live a life that's healthy and sufficient and capable. Or you're, no, you're, a you're a bigot. No, as as a woman, you're a bigot or a prude if you don't have like ten bodies under your belt by the time you're twenty five. Yeah, that's just nuts. To that's me. that's crazy that it's, to me. The, is it ten? Is that like a normal thing people are sort saying? Sort of. Yeah, and they call the hoe phase. This is a new thing. Yeah, the hoe phase. I've heard the, of the hoe phase. Right. I don't think that everybody be has normalized. a hoe phase. That's no. what they say, right? No. My wife didn't have a hoe phase. I don't understand. The and wife you would pick, if you could pick, would not have had a hoe phase. <laughs> Every man on here just agree with me, yeah. except for the ones who are too far down the like I'm you're either unimportant to females already. So you'll take what you can get. And you're like, anything's fine. Please don't be mad at me, which is never going to get you a girl anyway. Right. Friend zone. Hundred percent, bro. Sorry. Uh, or you're the other guy who's just done so much dirt. You know, I guess. What's the word? Uh, Played women dirty. Yeah, you've just been, yeah. you've done so many dirty things that you're kind of like, no, nah, everybody's in the swamp with me. Like at this point, I don't care how many you've slept with because I've right. slept with, I'm so and gross too. And you don't too. want that guy either. Right. So, so yeah. like neither one of you guys are uh, are on the, on the hierarchy scale of the way of, of who would be chosen or who's if prize. no one was looking. Because we look at men like they're the prize. Like, oh yeah, I'm going to go for the six figure guy. He's going to, he'd be the prize in the neighbor or the, the kid that got his medical degree after high school and everyone's comparing all the kids who graduated guy who got his medical degree and everything is decent looking and everything. Right. And if there was one guy who got that degree and he had never slept with anybody and he was just focused and he was honest and went to church and did all a bunch of good shit. And then the other guy slept with a hundred women. Now, if you're wounded and your father wasn't kind to you, and you don't know what real affection looks like in healthy relationships, you might go, no, I think I want the bad boy because I don't know how to deal with healthy relationships when somebody tells me they love me and affirm me. I've never heard that. So it's better if they beat me up, you no, know, emotionally. I, like, that's a real thing. No, see, I have to... I do think that happens. Let yes, me, let me, it does. I promise it happens because right I've no, had girls to tell I me agree. that they felt, thought that way before. I Not about agree. me, about my friends. When I asked them why they didn't like him and they'd be like, well, he's too nice. And they'd explain right, why. No, I've heard that too. And they would go for an asshole instead. Right now, though... It's it's championed to do that. So some girls are coming up in in decent households. No parent is perfect, but in decent households, decent upbringing, nothing crazy happening to them. It's like the influence in social media, in music, and TV, and movies, is making it more so that 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 is what they're doing by choice. 
as well. Not just what you're saying. And that's where it used to back when we grew up. That's who you knew. You knew like the whole, oh, there's something wrong with something you as you grew up, you're like, oh, yeah, she came from a tragic situation. Now I see why she slept around in high school. We made fun of her. Now you're looking back and you're like, oh, yeah, her dad like beat her up and came and beat the mom. Like, you know, they bounced around from apartment getting evicted. You're like, that makes sense now. You know what I mean? That used to be the 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 hoe or the person that had a whole phase or needed one needed uh, very, very uh, much don't need one. But they say they needed uh, a whole phase is somebody with some kind of trauma or something broken. Now it's being normalized as no, you need a whole phase. You person that's fine. Your dad was good to you. your mom was good to you. You had a little brother, white picket fence and the Labrador retriever. Everything is fine. They're saying that that person should now have a whole phase voluntarily. Right. And I've, I've also heard this sentence that was interesting. It was a key that unlocks all the locks is a master key, mm-hmm. but a lock that gets opened by all the keys is a worthless lock. Yep. You know, and it's like, that's just the case. Like, and unfortunately, just that's just, it is different. It's just the case. But we could look at it like this. If we're on the Titanic, this is the privilege that I get. We're on the Titanic. Women and children first. Yeah. Into the boat. You don't have to drown, ma'am. You have uh, the certain kind you of don't have to drown. Yeah. We'll drown and freeze to death. Oh, it sucks, but we love right. you. Right. So there's trade offs. Right. There's trade offs. Right. There's trade off. And look, I'm said. I'm okay with it. Like if there's a gun if the guy shows up with a gun, I'll I'll shoot him. I got you guys. Don't worry. Or like you know, oh, there's some heavy yeah. crap. I got it. I'll pick it up. Oh, you want me to reach something? I got it. You I need to carry all this stuff. I got it. You need me to make all the money so you can stay home and cook and clean and play with the kids? I got it. You want me to build you an entire world? I got it. You want to retire now when you're 30? I got it. You know, like guys take their role seriously if they're right. traditional men, and that's valuable. But what's interesting is you see the all these podcasts count, showing up. The body count shouldn't, that body count is uh, just to wrap up what we were saying, the body count thing. That's what women are trying to say. Well, why can't I have a high body count if that guy, that guy that you're talking about, the good guy that would throw his body in front of his right, body, right, right. he might have been a little. Why look, can't I have a high body was, count? Yeah. Because it's undesirable for men that are, that are, that's just the facts. It's well, undesirable for men. Women are saying men. it's not fair. But again, I give my Titanic uh, example because. Yeah, maybe that whole thing with him in bed, but you're still alive. The scenario I'm talking about, my life is above a man's in that situation. Can't we enjoy that double standard? Yeah, well, you know I, mean? I also will tell my son not to sleep around. Like yeah, I'm not, I don't like I didn't sleep around. Right. I slept with one woman in my life. That's my wife. You know, and like and I'm glad. I'm glad that I'm that way. Because there's just so much damage that comes with multiple partners mentally that people don't even recognize. You know what I mean? That's a good point. The people don't even recognize it because they're so accustomed to it. Everybody you know probably has had multiple partners. So what happens? They're in bed with their spouse. It's not as good as it was with Johnny. It's not as good as it was with Laura. Yeah. Right? So your brain is just doing comparisons versus this is the only water I've ever had. This shit's delicious. Right? They say, oh, I saw this actually um, yesterday. Uh, they pulled 80%. They, they it, it was some statistic of People who married as virgins, like apparently had 80% more happiness, especially sexual happiness in their marriage, as opposed to uh, people who weren't virgins when they got married. Well, certainly expectations determine gratitude. Women women too that were pulled. Well, it makes sense. Expectations determine gratitude. If you know that the grass might be greener somewhere, you might end up angry about yours. If you've never eaten grass and then you get to eat grass, you're like, this shit's great. If you're a cow in this metaphor, come on. Right. Well, so, but either way, so the point is, is there's a return to traditional values that's happening because it's the rebellious thing to do and everybody's going against it. So that's why Andrew Tate 
is rising to fame. And other people like him, Jordan Peterson and all these other people are rising to fame. It's because they're stating the uh, biologically obvious, right? And so I want to show this video one time because he basically tells all these young women that are focused on dumb shit. Okay. Miss Cuba, what about you? Do whatever the fuck I want. Okay. <laughs> it doesn't matter. Which is, what, what would that be? That we're, asking, we're asking what? Plan on becoming a doctor. So I'm just, my career. Your career. Okay. I'm passionate about it. So. How old are you? I'm 21. Okay. Wait, you're in med school already? No. no oh, you're no. trying to. Okay, you're going to go. Okay. Cool. We want to be a doctor. A life without children is, is vapious and it's inane and it's pointless. Watch your and face. You may sit here and think that your career matters, but the truth is that your job will fire you out of whim and don't give That's a second. Right. Don't give a solitary That's shit. So and when you're 52 and you're past it with no grandchildren in a house by yourself, and all your friends have grandchildren in this beautiful life. And you're sitting there by yourself. Do you think the fact that you can afford a few extra Gucci bags is going to genuinely make you feel happy? I was at my grandmother's 93rd birthday. I looked there. My grandmother had nine children. There was my father and, and eight more. They all had a bunch of kids, blah, blah, blah. I stood there and I looked at my 93-year-old grandmother. And there was a room, a whole room full with maybe 70 people that came from that one woman. Isn't that remarkable yeah, that man. nobody cared about her career? Nobody asked what job she did. Nobody asked how many times she went to the club. Nobody asked if she had time to go to festivals. No, you had 70 sentient beings, including myself, full of life from one woman who dedicated herself to being a mother and, 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 a, good, and a good wife. That is beautiful. And if you sit here and genuinely think that you're going to work your ass off through your fertile years and by the age of 54, you're not going to be suicidal alone with a cat. Then you're dumb. <laughs> you are Me dumb. Right uh, Dean needs a couple grams from his. That's that just awesome. facts. You saw that girl's face too on the left. She was like looking down, like, oh As man. She was trying to. Because That's it's hard. biologically yeah. obvious. It is so biologically obvious. Like if you've met 40 to 50 year women and they're alone and single, it is they a sad it. sight to be. And they regret it. Some of them are deeply, deeply sad and, and have so much. They regret so much and they say, I fell for it. There's blogs, the amount of blogs and articles and opinion pieces and stuff like that coming from these women who are entering into menopause, meaning that's it. That's no more. No amount of medical science, nothing. There's no more. They're saying, oh, my God, what did I do? They're literally there's it's 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 really sad. And that's the thing. We'd be the assholes for saying, no, you should want traditional. And they'd be like, let's see how you're trying to oppress us. No, we want you happy. Yeah, like, I don't care what you do, but don't count it off. That's the same reason I don't want kids doing gender reassignment surgery when they're kids. Is because I'm going to go, you are going to drastically decrease the amount of joy you're going to be able to feel later on if you go through with what you're thinking of going through it's with. It's not natural. It's not and, yeah, and, and because like you don't get to play your massive puzzle piece role in society later on and in, in, in your own little life story, you get put here and your story is that you can be this and this and this. And if you go get in gender reassignment surgery and all that stuff, you don't even get a chance to become a thing before you decide to change to something else, you know, which is why you see all these people, the detransitioners that are getting censored right now that have come out and they're like, I did a double mastectomy. I did this and it was the worst thing I've ever could have done. And I ruined my entire future life. I took hormones. I can never have children. I can never breastfeed. I couldn't believe what it would be like to be able to breastfeed a child. I've been wanting to think about it my whole life and, and now I can't ever have it. So anyway, there it's is a massive going the natural route is what we're saying. Kind of like traditional roles. Yeah. And I'm not saying that it's the only way, but what I'm just saying is there is a return to it because it is biologically obvious right. and your soul cries out for it. Whether you want to pretend it does, 
or doesn't is irrelevant. And we're it saying simply in generalities does. too. Right? Yeah, in like, generalities. There are, there are exceptions. Where yeah, the of wife, course. The wife works and the husband stays home and everything works. Yep. It's not always the case. Right. But it does. So we're not saying that there are outliers. Yeah, there's certainly outliers. All I'm saying is if you're... The general. No, if you're considering us, this, get that, think get about that what feeling. we just said and go, yes. what do I want to do? Well, you I don't know. Do. Traditional do. ain't so bad. It built everything that you are existing in right now. I don't think I can honestly say when I was younger, when I fell for the public school, I told I said I didn't want to have kids. I literally had said I was like, oh, I didn't say I didn't want to. Excuse me. I said, ah, I don't think I'm going to be because I was like, oh, no, they told me I could be this and do this. And they're throwing scholarships and all the programs at you and everything. Why would I? I could just become an amazing person. And this was before social media. So it wasn't even about social media clout. It's about like society clout. Like I could be a Ph.D. and have this. And but if I do meet someone, we'll see. It was like, oh, OK, well, we'll go for it. Yeah. It was like that for me. I don't even know why did I think if I would have just like started earlier, you know, I think I just put too much stuff off because I woke up quick. Thank goodness I had enough traditional values for my family that the public school programming didn't work for long. No, not for long. Yeah. When you get out there in the real and I'm like, oh, working 16 hours. And I was like, this is hard. I don't like this. <laughs> Like yeah, back well, I mean, to back to back. It's I mean, hard. look, I'm not saying that traditional role is easy either. My wife's my wife gets destroyed. We have three kids, man, a five year old, three year old and a one year old. And she is overwhelmed a lot of the time. But but she's doing everything. See, wait a minute. You can't compare. She's doing everything like she's not even like that. Those stay at homes where they send the kids to public school. Yeah, no, no she's no, no. homeschooling, too. She's doing all of them. So like that is that is a can, full, very full. Imagine your one. children. Every piece of knowledge that they have about the world when they hit 18 was distributed by you in the most healthy perspective possible and compared to what else is out there, compared to the to, compared to the teachers taking kids behind the dumpsters at schools and being like, you ever seen a See penis? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, like, you ever seen a penis? You know, like, that's, I swear that's, like, happening. Like, are you sure you don't want one? You, you know, went like, right that's. for penis. I was going to go for rainbow bracelet, but okay. <laughs> you went for penis. The dong. <laughs> Anyways, everybody, shout out to you. Uh, I'm going to tell you guys about something that we're going to be done here. I am starting something pretty badass. It is a new business. Uh, I'm not talking a lot about it right now. I'm just bringing people onto my team. I'm going to be working with these people for the next two to three years to launch something that's like an alternative to Amazon. It is amazing. And uh, if you're interested in that, you need to DM me on Instagram and we can have an interview, have a conversation of some sort. Uh, and and I'll and we'll get you involved if it's something that's up your alley or something we feel like it's a good fit for you. But uh, get excited! It's time to make some money, baby. And uh, anything you want to say, Tina? No. Have a good night and think of the people in Florida. Pray for them. Yeah, pray for the people in Florida. All I was going to say something funny, but then I felt bad. Yeah, all of them. Not just the. There's no equity in prayer. <laughs> Lord, them white folks had it easy before this shit, man. You can leave them alone, but them. Mm. Anyway, well, I don't know. Day. I can't think of anything else funny to say. Bye.